people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, an RPG podcast built for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. My guest this week is Luke Brown. Luke is editor-in-chief at ArcadeSushi.com, a writer and reviewer for ComicsAlliance.com, a longtime friend of mine, and part of my home Dungeon World campaign. We're playing Tech Noir by Jeremy Keller, a role-playing game of high-tech, hard-boiled drama. This is the first of a multi-part series of an indeterminate length that I am calling Faith in the Valley of Darkness. You'll see why later. Look for part two of that real soon. As always, if you're interested in coming onto the show as a guest, you can send me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And with all that out of the way, I'm going to throw it over to me in the past so he can kick off the show. Take it past me. Heard you only live once, that's cool, I suppose. But you can live forever through the songs you compose. Experiences you share, the highs and the lows. Thanks, future me. Uh, I'm super excited. My guest this week is Luke Brown. Luke, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am doing so well. Um, so there's like a million things that you do. I don't know how you have time for it all. So let's. Um, so why don't you just run through the uh, the stuff that you do and all the cool projects you work on? Well, I mean, technically, I really only do one thing: write for Comics Alliance and Arcade Sushi, which are sister sites. And I cover toys and video games, and uh, you know, geeky culture stuff in that vein um well it's the coolest thing in the world so uh you know just take the compliment uh, no I, I appreciate the compliment <laughs> i just you made it sound like i do so many things i just, but you know uh I, I i you know i have fair been in I, some youtube videos and such but uh you know that nothing that was ever things i do i'm 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 a perennial guest star in a lot of things, like this show today. So, <laughs> well, good. So you know, well, good. So you're experienced in guest starring. This will be great. Um, okay, yeah. So this week uh, we're playing Tech Noir by Jeremy Keller. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're playing Tech Noir by Jeremy Keller. Um, I didn't know. Have you made a character yet, or are we making it live on the air? No, I figured it'd be cool to make it like live on air. That's what I was thinking because I know uh, Tech Noir, big part of like character creation is a big part of it because like it changes based on like the setting and stuff. I didn't know if you had a chance to look over the settings or the sprawls is what they call them, but I was really I have one that I'm I'm really a big fan of. But if you had looked them over. I did not. I was. I was. I came to this willing and ready to just let you kind of guide me along my journey into this cyberpunk uh, noir adventure. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, then we're going to be setting things in the Los Angeles sprawl. So then we'll start. Uh, then that'll come up in character creation as we kind of get there. But okay. Uh, so okay. So the way character creation works in tech noir is use. You, you start out with a by choosing building a character based on a number of like predefined background choices. Specifically, there are nine training programs that you can choose from. Okay. And these kind of inform your skills, your character's personality, their looks, that kind of thing. There's a list of nine backgrounds. Okay. Which I will read because we're a podcast and it's on audio medium. Uh, so it's bodyguard, courier, criminal, doctor, engineer, escort, investigator, pilot, and soldier. So you'll choose three of those, and then that'll come up again and again as you sort of fill in your skills and uh, the adjectives that sort of define you. I see. All right, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do a investigator, a pilot, and... Oh, this is tough. What another... And this is all just sort of your character's background as to how they got into whatever right. urban conspiracy they've gotten in. And an escort. Escort. Because I like the adjectives that I can use. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a big... I feel like every time I've made, I've wrote, like, made a character just to sort of teach myself the system, I went towards escort. It, it's a very lucrative... <laughs> okay, so now, yeah, now that we've chosen chosen your backgrounds, and you kind of... As you're... You know, now that you've looked at them, kind of start thinking in your head of, like, the background and sort of the things. They're not necessarily literally... Like, you're maybe not necessarily literally a pilot or an escort or an investigator, but they're sort of just the things that inform who your character is. Sure. So... Uh, the first thing you're going to fill out is your verbs. Um, you'll notice that on, next to that column, each one has a list of three verbs next to it. Okay. Each time you see one of those in your backgrounds, you'll increase that number by one, and that's going to increase the number of dice you can roll when trying to influence other characters later in the game. Okay. Other characters or things. So am I supposed to tell you, or do you know? Oh, I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it right along with you, so okay. I'm, I'm making the same notes that you're making. 
Oh, and I should mention that ev- you all, you, everything automatically. So these are all just bonuses on top of the things. That is something that I forgot. Right. So this is with all of these. I have a plus one in these areas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have so you get so you'll have a, at least um a two like two dice. So you roll two dice when doing one of the things listed, or three dice. If if something comes up multiple times, like I think detect comes up in two of your three, so you'll roll three dice in that case. Mm. And then if something doesn't come up at all, you'll roll one dice if it comes up. I see. So everything is a default one. Yeah, you'll always get one at least one dice to roll. So once um, you've got that marked down, let me know, and we'll move on to adjectives. Okay. Now the adjectives are just sort of how you just how your character like your character looks, acts, sounds, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So for each of the three backgrounds that you've chosen, you'll pick one of the three adjectives listed, and that'll fill out like your character's description, so to speak. All right. Let's go with uh, hmm. savvy, persistent ace. All right. I feel like I'm getting an idea of your character already. This is really exciting. Yeah, you thought I was going to pick sexy, but I, I I turned. See, I was I was thinking limber was going to come up because I feel like that's just a super like evocative word, <laughs> almost like unpleasantly evocative. Okay, yeah. So for the next part, we're going to skip ahead in the rule book to page uh, towards the end of the book in the Los Angeles sprawl section. This is sort of the this is where the setting is uh, the the story takes place. And you're going to choose three connections from that. And then the other thing that's important, so there's six, you'll choose three on, of the six people listed on 156, 150, or 154 through 156. Okay. And there's a little name and one sentence descriptor of who they are. And then um, if you look in their little character sheet, it says favors. You'll make note of those because you can sort of draw on those characters to give you like bonuses and do things for you. Some of that might come up during character creation. All right. Okay, let's see here. If that makes sense. I hope that I'm not completely rambling. Oh, no, I see where you're talking about now, favors. Okay. Okay, let's go with... Killian 9. All right. Killian 9, the sultry nightclub singer and gangster arm candy. Yes. And let's go with Sid Martini. That's a great name. I like that name. Sid Martini. And I guess things don't get much better in the future. <laughs> they do not. Sid Martini, drug and weapons runner, found at the docks in Long Beach. Do I want a guy who does a chop shop? I mean, it really depends on what you think. Like, I think more what than is, anything... What is sharking? Sharking is uh, loan sharking. It, oh, it, oh, it oh actually, okay. It actually will come up in character... That's one of the ones that will come up in character creation, uh, potentially. Is if you're buying things and you run out of money you can call in a favor to your loan shark contact and they'll give you extra money but but uh in response they get roped into whatever the plot line is i see one of the cool things about technoir is that it is that um it actually has procedural like storytelling in like from from where i like my perspective okay as gm like the story fills out as you go through it like i'm i'm finding out the story as you are interesting one of the examples of that is when you call in favors to your comp to your connections they get connected to the whatever the mystery is and like calling in a a a loan shark is one example of that it's it's really hard to pick who my friends are gonna be because there's so many good things out of these people i'm like oh do i want a kevlar vest I don't know. Now, you know what? Just because... Let's go with Pi Larson. Pi Larson's a good one. She is... Oh, it's a she. Beverly Hills Cyber Surgeon to the Stars. And she has Splice. Splice is good. That helps you get... As we get into the shopping trip part of the character creation, that helps you get implants and cybernetics at a discount. Okay. Normally, it adds, a ben- Normally it adds like five credits to buy a thing... But if you have somebody, if you if you tap a con- connection with the splice, with the splice benefit or the splice favor, if you call in a splice favor, it takes away that extra cost. But again, they, it comes with the cost of potentially having them get roped into whatever crap you're roped into. Everything has a cost. Wow, such is life in the fantasy world of tech noir. Yes. So, so now that you've chosen your relationship or your connections. Mm-hmm. You're going to assign adjectives to each of them to sort of define more of what your character's relationship to these connections is. Okay. Okay. All right. So assign relationship adjectives. Yeah. So there's a list of nine adjectives. You'll choose uh, one of those for each of the characters on your connections list. Okay. And is that how they feel towards me or how I feel towards them? 
Uh, it is a, a description of your relationship with one of them. So it's how you feel about them. Okay. doesn't necessarily describe how they feel about you. Gotcha. All right. So how do you feel about Killianine? What is it about this? What is it about this singer that stands out in your mind? Well, I feel like if we're going super super noir trappings here, it has to be uh, affectionate, right? Lust, lustful is probably too strong. I don't. Nothing is too strong, but I think affectionate's good. And uh, let's see. We will we will be loyal to Sid. Okay. That's interesting. I like that. And trusting of pie. All right. Always trust in the pie. Always trust in pie. So yeah, now we get to the shopping trip. Okay. Uh, you begin with ten creds to purchase objects. See, this is why I said I reserve the right to say <laughs> that it doesn't jump around because there's a list of objects on page forty okay. that you can like shop through. All right. Uh, anything cybernetic that's built into you. Costs an additional five unless you call on Pi to splice you up for free. Okay. And the way that it works is, if you look at, if uh, a given item will have, looking at guns, it's equal, uh, the cost of the item is equal to the number of tags, which are things which uh, help you trigger push dice, which are just extra benefits, like extra dice that you can roll for a given action. Each one has, the number of those that it has is how much it costs, just as a shorthand. Okay. So a Barker pistol, which is a standard body pistol, costs two because it's loud and powerful. And you can use that in any way you could describe how be having a loud gun is useful, or a powerful gun is useful. Let me see. And then at the bottom of any given category of stuff, there's a number of upgrades that you can add to a given thing to up the cost by one per thing. So if you wanted your gun to have a camera on it, you could add cam, and it would take it from two to three, because now there are three adjectives on it. Does that make sense? Yes. So as you're looking around, I'm going to I'm gonna jump over and start rolling up some things and figuring out a mystery for you to get roped into. And then if you have any questions, let me know. All right. So, all right. Including so if you want to call any favors in. It's each thing costs five creds to surgically install. Yeah. cybernetic. Anything cybernetic, yeah. And that's on top of its cost. Yeah. So if I wanted any of that stuff, that's okay. So that's already way too expensive. I got it. Oh, and the, um, there are. Let me pull up the list of favors because there's some there's some specific things that you can do if something is too expensive. Okay. Connections who perform fix or chop favors can provide discounts for certain ob- categories of objects where you uh, can provide discounts on those. Splice favors can install things for free. You can also hit up a connection with a shark favor to get additional money for your uh for for purchases so with with the splice favor then like is that per one item or like as many as i want um i believe it's per item yeah it's install one object for free okay so i would only have to play base cost for that okay yeah that's interesting uh a shark can give you additional 10 credits um, but they expect a repayment, which you'll mark, which you'll write, just make a note that you owe them a debt. Okay. And the fix favor will, can sell you up to three objects in specified categories, each at a discount of two credits. And the discount may make them free, but you'll add the stolen tag to each one. And then, like I said, any questions you have as you look through stuff, let me know, and I can answer them. Okay, I think I got everything I want to get. I had ten credits. Okay. Right, so I'm going to call in my splice favor. Okay. And I'm going to get the head jack for four. Okay. Then I'll also get the stinger gun. Stinger. The stealth suit. The jumpsuit. Stealth suit and a jumpsuit. And the router patch. And a router patch. Let me just write one thing down real quick. Since you called in a favor, I'm going to write her name. I'm going to write Pi's name down on my list okay. of stuff just to know that she is going to eventually get roped into things. So. So we've purchased objects. The next thing we're going to do is you're just going to fill out... uh, You're going to use all the information that you've got and just sort of fill out uh, the rest of your character's sort of identity. Okay. So you'll come up with a name, name and a nickname, a name and a nickname for them as in like a technical, like a hacking sort of way. What they're known on in the net in addition to what their real name is. Oh, I see. All right. What they're known on as the on the net. Because at this point, you know, in the future, everyone has an has an, an online identity. Okay. I know that's crazy to think of at at Luke <laughs> M. Brown. It's a good like silly future name. 
All right. Well, let's see. Let's we'll make my character uh, a girl. Okay. And her online name can be uh, Lazarus. Lazarus. Write that down. And her real name can be uh, Faith. Do we need? Do we need a last name? I think Faith is fine. Okay. Just Faith. A girl named Faith goes by Lazarus. I'm digging it. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I think that's all we need to dig in. To the actual game itself. All right. So, I'm going to read, so that you know and so the listeners know, I'm going to read uh, the background, the short background of the Los Angeles sprawl. Got it. It's hard to tell in Los Angeles when reality bleeds into a matrix. All five senses streaming through the interface to play back an immersive experience anytime, anywhere. After decades of playing second fiddle to Vancouver, Los Angeles is back on top of the entertainment business, and this is the new canvas upon which they plant their lush paychecks and exploit eager Midwesterners. Los Angeles' perpetual problem is how it sits in a basin, trapped between mountains and the Pacifics, and the earthquake-prone landscape forces development to build out, not up. Sprawled across the bottom of this bowl, it sits under a sheet of smog. Once the vanguard of air purifying technology and policy, a rash of politicians with a collective boner for deregulation has plummeted the city back into the haze. Somewhere behind the glitzy, augmented reality billboards and posters is the shadowy, hard surface of the real City of Angels. It's a city of gang violence, despairing immigrants, and forsaken dream chasers. They can try to cover it up with hot interface graphics, but the cold truth is always just one layer down, ready to bleed out into the open. So let me ask you, Faith, how long have you lived in Los Angeles? In my head, my character is in her her mid-twenties, so I'm going to say that she's lived here for like six years. Okay, so six years. Yeah, okay. So let me ask you a follow-up question. Mm -hmm. Your mid-twenties, you came when you were about, sounds like you came over when you were about 17, 18, Mm -hmm. late teens. Where in your background did you learn how to pilot? A military brat. Okay. Military, Brad. I like that a lot. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, so our story begins with with a phone call to you. Well, let me ask you. You're an investigator. Are you a professional investigator or more just a trouble more just a troublemaker? I wouldn't say I'm a troublemaker. I tend to think of myself more as a problem solver. Problem solver. It's good. No, that's really good. So, you get a call from your good friend Sid Martini. Okay. You pick up the phone. Hey Lazarus, what's going on? Need your help with something. You you um you 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 dig into things, right? You're you uh, you're good at looking into stuff. I need your help looking into something. All right. Guy I work with, Michelangelo Dumas. You ever heard of him? He's a investigator. He did a couple pieces. You know, he worked with the press on a couple pieces about the gang violence. We've we've crossed paths. Yeah, he's dead. Oh. Yeah, I don't quite like the fact that he's dead. Because, you know, he had a couple things on me that I wasn't super happy with. I'm wondering if you might be able to slip into the crime scene, look around a little bit, see if you can't come up with a clue to give me an idea of who I need to shake down. All right. I th- we could probably figure something out. All right. So, he sends you an email with uh, the coordinates. Dimas's apartment. It's on the, it's in the lower, um, the lower side of town, or the crappier part of town. So to speak. Okay. Um. So you get. So you. Uh. You heading. You're heading right down there. Or is there anything else you need to do beforehand? Uh. Well. I, you know. I would. Uh, if I need to. If I need to sneak in and avoid detection. Obviously. I, uh, I would put on my stealth suit. Sure. And as always, just in case, I. Uh, I bring my little. My little pistola. Okay. So are you heading over there at night or during the day? What's What's your game plan? I feel like if this gentleman, uh, Mister uh, Michelangelo, is calling me. It's it's probably in the evening hours. Oh well, Sid is calling you. Michelangelo's dead. Oh right, right, right. Sid calls yeah. me. It's Michelangelo. Yeah, but he definitely calls you at night, though. Yeah, yeah, Sid. Sid calls me at night, and I feel like he's on the on the pulse quickly. So the the death is is recent. In my am I understanding that correctly? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so he's kind of just caught wind. Yeah, if he just caught wind. That means that it's still probably technically a semi-hot crime scene, perhaps, or if he was that's mur- probably not inaccurate to assume. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm going over at night. Okay. So, um, so you arm up your stealth suit. Now you don't have a car. Correct. 
So let me ask you: Are you going to try and get to get a cab, or are you are you calling in a favor to get you a ride across town? Well, I figure since Sid is already uh, enacting me to give him a hand here, I will call uh, on him to to help sure. me with a ride. Sure. He rolls up in. Let me describe to you Sid's car, in case he has a cool car that I'm not sure of. <laughs> In fact, he does, and so I want to describe, make sure I describe it exactly right. <laughs> yeah, he pulls up in an armored truck. An a armored huge, truck, okay. Yeah, like a basically not far off from like a moving truck. He pulls up, and it's it looks run down, but it looks like it's supposed. It looks like it's supposed to look run down. Like you're observant enough that you can kind of notice that the areas where it's kind of rusted, where the paint has been chipped off, look like they've been done by hand rather than actually being a crappy car. Okay. So it's a car that somebody wants you to think looks bad rather than a car that actually looks bad. Got it. So he pulls up, he pulls on the horn real obnoxiously, considering that it's like 12 o'clock at night. He pulls on his like truck's horn as you get in. And he's, ah, I just like messing with the normies. <laughs> So the tour you drive down, do you have any questions for him as you're driving into, as you're driving across town? Yeah, uh, I mean, has he learned any more about where or how it happened? Yeah, he might have. Let's see. Yeah, I got... Yeah, I didn't want to talk about this over the phone. You know, paranoia. It's, a, it's an occupational hazard. Phone taps and stuff. But, but I had an... But I had a... You know, I'd been dealing with Damas on a job. So I didn't know if that's something you might want to know about, but... Well, what was the job? So, I don't know if you've heard of the Orion pathogen. It's an um, it's an anti-aging thing. You know, it's how we stay young. Okay. You know, nobody's as young as they look these days. Well, case of that went missing, and that runs for somewhere in the area of 2,000 creds on the black market. You know, people pay to look their best, especially in a city like this. Okay. That's, uh, that's a pretty valuable crate. Yeah, yeah, so he was looking into who took that. Interesting. That's So I have to assume, I don't know if he was working any other jobs, but I gotta assume that that's got something to do with it. Okay, seems to be enough to go on in regards to searching his apartment. Yeah, yeah, that should be good. So, you pull up, he lives in a crappy high-rise apartment, or low-rise apartment, they build out, not up. So he lives in like a little more little more than a motel essentially. You know, there's some sleek there's some sleek video ads playing on the walls, but they're but they're for like check cashing places. Okay. So Sid gives you his room Sid gives you Dumas's room number. And even if he didn't, you'd notice that it would be the one that is covered in police tape. The one the one behind the one situated behind the cop car with its lights flashing, with the two officers eating hot dogs in front. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you what your move is now. All right. So is it a, a brightly lit area, or is the cop there's, cars kind of like it? There's a single spotlight over sort of the middle of the parking lot. Okay. And then there's the police lights, but otherwise, no. Otherwise, it's about – it's fairly dark. Okay. Is there only one way in to the room? There – yeah. It looks like – well, it looks like you might be able to go – if you were able to get – into a room and out the back you might be able to climb up the sort of back terrace facing where their crappy motel pool is or otherwise it's just the front door if that makes sense there's a front and a back right right hmm. all right let's try to actually okay he's staying in a motel it's not like or is it an apartment complex it's a it's a motel it's a motel okay yeah uh i would like to go to the front desk okay wait oh wait but wait do i know what room number he is in yeah, he's in room 314. Okay. There's three floors. He's on the top floor. Got it. Okay, yeah, so I would like to, to go to the front desk. Okay. You're greeted by a tiny, round-shaped woman who is currently watching TV and pays you very little regard. Okay. Uh, I'd like a room, please. Oh, well, I'm sorry to say that we only currently have the executive suite, and that's okay. going to be about five creds. That's fine. Let me go back out to the car and check with my husband. Oh, that sounds just fine. You go on talk to him. I'm going to be here waiting, okay? Mm, have a nice night. Okay. So, with that in mind, I go up to the third floor like I have just checked in. Okay. That's clever. I like that. 
And how uh, uh, do I need to do like a uh, a detection check to see how uh, how observant these cops are being? Um, n- no, but you'll need to make a detection check t- if to um. The way it works in Tech Noir is okay. you make checks anytime you want to put an adjective on somebody. So, for instance, a good example is dead is an adjective. It's not one you can put on every person, but that's an adjective that you can put on somebody, and it affects their play from then on. Okay. So what I'm going to say is you'll need to put some kind of adjective on, even if it is just unattentive. Okay. So we'll say you'll be making a detect roll to sort of see, pay attention to them to note that, and since you want them to be unattentive, that'll be their adjective. Okay. So, now we're going to get into the act, into the uh, how actions work. Okay. So you start out. Uh, the first thing to note is you start out with three push dice. These are bonus points that you can spend to uh, boost your roll. You can also spend them to enhance adjectives to make them longer lasting, whether it just be a fleeting thing or make it a thing that lasts that keeps going on. Okay. You can also use them to boost your reactions when they try to when the other party tries to make an action against you. So th- so you'll start out with three of those dice. You can spend them or discharge them however you like. And we'll kind of ex- I'll explain those a little bit more as we get into it. So the first thing you're going to want to do is add a number of action dice equal to your rating in the verb that you're using, which is detect. Right. So what's your detect rating? Uh, it's a plus two, so I'll have three overall, yeah. So you'll be, so you'll start out by rolling three action dice. Okay. Are these six-sided? Yes. Okay. Yeah, standard six-sided dice. Okay. So then, the next thing I want to ask you is, which adjectives, objects, or, um, yeah, which adjectives or objects uh, do you think could help you in this? And these are things that are on your, um, like the adjectives on your objects, or the adjectives on your character sheet. Oh, the objects have adjectives. Okay. Yeah, like um, the pistol is, I think, small and loud. I think. I think. Yeah, I think it's just small. Yeah, yeah. Your gun is small, so so that's so. If there was, if you could find a situation in which a small gun would help you. Right. All right. Well, I'm not worried about the gun right now, and it doesn't look like any of my other things will help me in this in applying to this particular situation. Okay, so then you're going to roll... Th- then, okay, so then you're at three dice. Yes. Okay, then describe to me how you are sort of observing them without being noticed. What's your, what's your, what's your move? Well, I, so I, I've, I've come up to the top of the steps, and I just am kind of like... First, I'm just kind of like peeking the corner. I want to see how attentive they are before I start actually walking towards them. Okay, so uh, now you're going to roll your three dice. Okay, and if any, and see if any of them get past a. If anything rolls higher than a two or one, no, you're anything rolls higher than a one. All right, I got, I got a two, four, five. Yeah, then you're good. Okay, so um, what you can do now, like I said, you have three of these uh, push points. Okay, you can spend one or two now, because first off, you get to add an adjective to them. Which is a fleeting adjective, so it's something temporary, something temporary that will go away momentarily. Okay. That represents how distracted they are. Distracted is a good one. Is a good one, for instance, or something to that effect. Sure. Okay. So yeah, distracted. They're just they're just chatting each other up, not yeah. really paying much mind. Okay. You can spend one of these three uh, push dice, which would mean you would give it to me, and then I could use it to hurt you later to make that a longer-lasting thing. If you want them to be inattentive. If you want them to be talkative, that can be a, you can spend a point for that or inattentive or something. You can also spend two points to give them a permanent thing that represents the fact that the cops in this neighborhood are not doing their jobs well. Hmm. If that makes sense. I'm gonna let this one ride out as it is. Cool, cool. So they're kind of chatting each other up. You know, they're laughing. They've got their hot dogs. Mean uh, so, you, but you can get by without being noticed. At least for now. It might become a thing where you might have to try it. You might have to sneak by again when you're exiting. Okay. Or you might have to find another way out. But right. you can at least get into the scene. You can get into the scene without a problem. Oh, so I'm, I'm in the scene now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can walk. Uh, or at least, uh, no, yeah. What do, um, what do you do once you've noticed that they're not paying attention? So now. Sorry, I skipped um, ahead. That's okay. So he's in room. Uh, 314. 314. So I walk down to room. 
312. Okay. And, you know, she said there was a, the, a lot of vacancies, so I, yeah. I'm checking. It doesn't look like there's a light on in this room. No, no, it is dark. Okay. It is clearly unattended. That was a very leading question by me. It doesn't look like there's good. a light on in this room, it's does all good. it? <laughs> it's all good. I like it. Uh, so I uh, attempt to get into the room by uh, pretending this is where I'm checking into. Okay. So I guess what I'm going to have to do is, since we're in the future, uh, hack the keypad? Yeah, that sounds good. Well, you can you can hack the keypad. You can brute force the door. It really depends on what you want to do. I'd like uh, brute forcing it might draw too much attention. That makes sense. So we're gonna do another roll. Okay. And we're gonna say you're gonna uh, put the adjective hacked on the the door itself. Okay. Again, um, you're gonna take the number of dice you've got for your um, hack skill. Okay, two. Uh, is there anything that you've got that can help you out with this? Any qual- any of your character's qualities, any of your character's uh, equipment? Well, I have that router patch, which is supposed to uh, associate with hacking, so I don't know how that works. Yeah, that'll work great. That'll work. Uh, uh, it's linked up to the interface, which is the internet. Okay. So, or the super sci-fi internet. So you can use that to add one of your, to add a point, an additional dice to your pool. Okay. So now you're working, um, you'll spend one of your, or you'll discharge uh, one of your three push dice. That means you'll get it back next time you attempt an action. Okay. So it's temporarily used up. Okay. But you get an extra dice, so now you'll be rolling three dice. Okay. And what am I trying to hit here? You'll be trying to hit, or three, we'll say three. Three is good. Fail. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so the first thing you'll do is um, circle or put a note or mark next to your uh, hack skill. Okay. That means that that skill is primed. It can advance later when you, if you get hurt, you can come back stronger and get a skill from that. Okay. So what happens now is it starts, the door itself starts like blaring, like a big beep of like unauthorized entry detected. Unauthorized entry detected. Okay. So there's like a big, you know, the sound is coming off. You see the roundish woman from the front desk come out and like look up, and the cops who were who were distracted are kind are starting to you know have looked up in your direction. Okay. So what's your move now? <laughs> I just I, I just look at the cops and shrug, and then I uh, walk back downstairs to the front desk area. That makes sense. So the woman is waiting for you at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, did you get to talk to your husband about getting a room made up? About getting a card? Yeah. Because it kind of seems like you were just trying to break into a room. I mean, that's how it might look, and I can see how you might think that. All right. Yeah, let's make a roll for this. Um, you're going to be trying to add um, an adjective to her to the effect of fooled or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so, let's see. We'll call this coax. We'll call this coax. Okay. So I believe you just roll. You're rolling one dice for that, unless you have any of your. Unless you feel like a, any of I your. I do have a coax, so I have. I would get two for that. Oh, okay, you're at two. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, so you're at two dice. Is there anything that you have that can you can add to this? Any of your uh, qualities or equipment that you think might help you out in trying to fool this woman? No, I don't think so. I don't want to okay. pull a gun on her. Okay. Not yet. All right. What did I need? Uh, you needed a two. All right, I got a three. Okay. Okay. So again, you've got your three um, push points. You can make... You, so you've got her fooled. You've got her tricked. Okay. Uh, yeah. You can make... You can upgrade that into something more lasting if you want at this moment. Or it can be a temporary thing. Do you want her to be particularly gullible, or do you want to just sort of scrape by here? Or have her be fooled for now, but might potentially have to talk to her again later? Let's, uh... Let's use one of those push points and make okay. her extremely gullible. Okay. Gullible is a good adjective for her. So I'm going to okay. write down gullible. All right. And now what that means is I get a push point to add to one of my – to add to make something more difficult for you. Okay. Uh, to make your or, – or if I hurt you to make it a more lasting injury. So what did you say to her that you wanted to – that she's just going to buy because she's gullible? Uh, It turned out he already uh, checked us in, and I tried to use his card, but it didn't work. Maybe we had the wrong motel. Uh, 
What? Oh my goodness, that's oh. Let me let me check the thing. Hold on. You said three twelve. Hold on. Let me check. Let me come on. Come on inside. Come on in. So the cops are looking at you and they're watching and she's waving you and she hits the she hits a remote and the, the sirens go off and the cops kind of are watching you. And now they've got their eye on you, but they're not. But you know, they have no more reason to be alarmed because she's clearly like welcoming you back. Okay. She's looking through the computer. She's typing. Now I don't have any record of anybody booking room 312. Do you know the name that he had it under? Because I'm certain that I'm, you know, if you if you were so certain that he already booked a room, I'm pretty sure you probably already booked a room. You know, I'm sometimes I forget to file things once in a while. Right. It's uh, should be under. Oh crap! What the hell is that guy's name? <laughs> oh, um, which one? The Dumas or, Mar- or Sid? Dumas. 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 Yeah. Dumas. Oh, I. You know what? I see the problem. I see. I got you. It's room three fourteen. You were trying to get into three twelve. That happens to me all the time. You go up there, you have a nice day now. Okay, thank you. So she gives you, she prints up a key card for room 314. Okay. Gullible ass woman. Love it. So yeah, you got the key card to 314. Okay. Now, hmm. Alright, so with that, with a key card already to the hotel. Yep. Even though it's for the wrong room, would it make things easier on a second attempt at a hack at room 312? Yes. Yes, it would. Okay. All right. So I go back up to do the exact same thing. Okay. So you're rolling your hack. Your two dice for your hacked. Yes. Two dice for hack. Did you want to... You have two push points if you want to use them to make it easier for you by discharging them as part of this hacking roll. No, I'm going to... I'm just going to roll... Okay. Straight. All right. I got two threes. All right. Yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. You got... You scrape by. Right. You start entering it, and you run into the same screen. Like you run into the same like screen that got you that tripped you up last time, like a password entry thing for the security override. Okay. But because you have the key card, you're able to like look at the like the serial number on the back of it, and it accepts that as an override password. So you scrape. So you like straight up scrape by by the skin of your teeth. Wonderful. Because the way that uh, Tech Noir works, when you roll a dice pool, if you have multiple things of the same number, it ups it by a tenth each time. So you had 3.1, and okay. the, the difficulty was a three. So, like, a last-minute save got you into room 312. Okay. And it's a seedy motel room. It's, you know, it's... There's no blood on the walls, and there's nothing... There's no stains that you can see without an ultraviolet light. But it's still, you know, crappy. The uh, decor hasn't been updated since 19... Since 2015, which is absurd, because it's... <laughs> okay. Now, am I to assume, then, as well, that... These rooms are all pretty much identical. Yeah. Okay. And you said that there's a a, a way to the back terrace. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a okay. back. Yeah. There's um. There's a sliding glass door in the back of the room. Okay. So after going into the room, I lock the door. Okay. And then I immediately make way to the terrace. Okay. Because I'm going to try and terrace hop to three fourteen. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. What's going to happen now is uh, I am going to try and put a uh, – I'm going to make a roll okay. to try and put a uh, adjective on you to represent you not making this jump. Okay. Because I don't like you, and I want, this, <laughs> I want bad things to happen to you. And this is just for the first jump, right? This is so, the like, – this, this is, is to this, get to room 313. Well, this is to get you – just in like in the process of jumping across, okay. essentially. Okay. So I'm gonna roll two, and I'm gonna spend that. Um, I'm gonna hold off on that because I might want to upgrade your wounds later. Oh, good. <laughs> so you've got uh, you've got two push points. This is gonna be a roll against uh, your prowl rating, which is two, if unless I'm mistaken. It is a two. It's a two. I have I have one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be rolling two dice. You can choose to increase that number by spending uh, by I think discharging a push point. Mm-hmm. So you have two that you can that you can use. So you can f- choose to freely up that by two, and then just describe how you're especially prepared to do that. Does that make sense? Yes. So if you want that number to be higher, just let me, you know, you can decide to make that number higher. No, that's all right. Let's see what happens. Okay. 
So what happens is you jump the first one and you're okay. Okay. Like you make it to the first one. However, what happens uh, on the second one? What happens on the second one is you don't get physically hurt, but as you're making the jump from three thirteen to three fourteen, a cop walks out onto the terrace, <laughs> sees you, and you see the implant that he has in his eye. Uh, take a like take a picture. Like you like you see the little like lens click. Okay. So I am going to give you the adjective infamous. Okay. And we'll call that a sticky. It'll go away. Uh, it, it lingers until it lingers until uh, you take time to treat it. Okay. That seems fair. Yeah, you can make a you can make a like I guess in this case it would be a hacking roll, a hack roll to get into their system to get rid of that. Right. And when you do that, your hack might get better. That's what I was saying earlier about when you when you when you circled your thing that it was primed. Okay. When you fail at rolls, it makes it so you can get better later. When you have something bad happen to you, and you get better from it. Okay. So now a cop has seen you. There's a cop on the um, terrace. You've just landed, basically like face to face with him. Okay. Uh, is there a problem? Put your hands up. Hands up. I don't know what you're doing, but hands up. Okay. Okay. All right. He draws out a pistol and just points it right at you. All right. Let's everybody. Uh... Take it easy. I was just trying to uh, sneak in and surprise my lover. Your lover? You know the guy. You know the guy in this room. Uh, I did. Do can, do I do? Can I ask where you were this time last night? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. I. Where were you uh, last did night? Did you mean I may I was, ask? <laughs> you're really going to do this to me right now? <laughs> this is this is where we're going with this. We're in an Abbott and Costello routine. <laughs> oh, I, well, you know Abbott and Costello. That's fantastic. It's such a classic. You know, cultural touchstones carried over into the futuristic world that we live in. Just because we live in the future doesn't mean comedy has changed enough that they're not relevant anymore. You know what? You're distracting me. Okay. That's true. Yes. Uh, last night I was with uh, I was li- with my friend, um, my my girlfriend. I thought that the guy in here was your lover. Uh, he is. I, when I say girlfriend, I mean friend who is also a girl oh i thought you meant you know we talk like that girlfriend hilarious misunderstanding that's that's classic that's good stuff uh can i get your girlfriend's name killia she's the singer over at uh the bar oh killia nine yeah we saw her last week she had a really nice show yes she is a delight do you think you could get me her autograph because i really like that would be something i would love to do for you all right, that's, um, well, um, I mean, I hate to tell you this, but, uh, I don't know if you saw the cop cars outside, but, uh, you might want to sit down, or lean against the terrace at least, because your lover's dead. No. Did Dead? Dead. He seems to have been murdered. Uh, do you know anything about snakes? Uh, I've seen snakes i don't i don't know much about them well yeah there's a uh i say there is but there was uh there seemed to be a snake in the apartment was he a fan of snakes is he a snake enthusiast no you know we get a lot of snake related accidents nowadays they're the new pot pet people adopt them when they're young yeah no we we were not into the snakes i mean i i would think i would know and as far as i know uh, no on the snake. Huh. Okay, because there was a synthetic snake in the apartment, and it seems like there was a struggle. It seemed like the snake uh, went wild, and he was bitten by a synthetic snake and hmm. poisoned and killed. Well, that, that does not seem like uh, he was a fan, then, if there was a struggle. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to figure out if it was just irresponsible pet ownership or if there was an issue. Well, I, I, I mean... In- was there a, a snake cage in the room? I mean, I think you could put those pieces together. Are you are you sassing a police officer after you were just jumping terraces? I'm sorry. This is. I mean, it's a lot for me to deal with right now, and I the snakiness of nature. I understand. You know what? You're right. I understand. It's a it's, it's a tough situation to, for anybody to be in. But uh, yeah, we, if you would mind, um, can we go inside and off the terrace? 
Yeah, yeah, it's probably a good I would idea. I like to sit in a in a seat. That's probably this a good a idea. <laughs> so he opens the sliding glass door. There's another officer. Um, the door is has been opened. Okay. Um, the two officers from earlier are just kind of doing a a few peeks around, and there's an older portly gentleman there um, as well. Okay. It seems like their supervisor has gotten there to sort of sort things out. Sure. Who is who is this? Who the hell is this? Uh, he points at you. Where'd you come from? Okay. Was she here this whole time? Who are you? Uh, uh, my name is uh, uh, Faith. I was uh, I was coming to surprise my uh, my boyfriend. Well, your boyfriend got quite a surprise already, so I think that you're good. I've I've heard. I was. What exactly have you heard, Faith? Uh, well, I, I've I've heard that uh, I no longer have a boyfriend. That's and this kind officer here. Now uh, is, uh, I should specify that, that 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 she says boyfriend, but apparently they she uses that term real willy nilly, so that might not be like a, a declaration of romantic intent. <laughs> I made that mistake earlier. Were you stooping this guy? Uh, you know, I mean, that is a pejorative. That uh, I mean, I was, that's kind of our private. All right, I'm gonna uh, let's let's do this as a roll. I think this will okay. be good. Um, so make me a roll, um, to try and get this guy on your side, or at least placated enough that he's not thinking that you're involved in this. Okay, all right. I mean, I am a little bit savvy, that is one of my words. Okay. So, uh... So you've got three dice, so you can use one of your, or discharge one of your dice to add savvy to your roll. Okay, let's do that. So we'll call it Coax, so that's two dice. All right. So you get three dice. Three dice, all right. Unless there's anything else of your qualities or... No, I'm going to roll with those. Yeah, let's roll with that. All right, what am I looking for? You're looking for a four. I got a, I got a five and a six. You're good. Okay. You're good. So uh, you can choose to spend one of your push points to make this more of a permanent trait, or you can give him an adjective that is fleeting. All right, let's go with a fleeting adjective of uh, amiable. Okay, so, yeah, so this... You, you and him had a fling, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. That's good. That's useful. That's useful. Sometimes, sometimes you know, in these illicit affairs, sometimes in these illicit affair situations, you know, you know, the other woman gets involved, unhappy marriage, that kind of thing. Usually we can use that to sort of draw a line between him and his spouse. So did you know, did you know his spouse? This Miss um, um, uh, Larson. Yes. Oh, you we, did. Yes. Well, I mean, I do. I mean, did something happen to her? No, but we're just uh, looking into where she was to see if she, uh, you know, may have had a hand in this. Ah, uh, I see. Well, I, you know, um, we we are close, the three of us. Just a sex thing again. No judgment. I got we're, no we're judgment. Encroaching on. Some sensitive materials that I would prefer not to disclose in a room full of men. Well, a dude just got a snake bitten by a snake, so I feel like it's about a sense already. The level of tit was that too much information? Should I not have? Well, at least now I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was maybe you know what that was my bad. Yeah. Okay. So you were friends and air quotes noted <laughs> with this couple. Correct. Um, was there any tension between them? Never around me. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good enough for us for now. Um, yeah, if, um, I didn't know if you had any effects here in the apartment. You know, if this is all evident, you know, anything that's deemed evidence, but I mean, just personal stuff. You know, if you want to pick it up, I'm going to look the other way. Well, thank you for that kindness. And, uh, yeah, I actually do have several things here that I needed to um take if at all possible yeah just um you know if you want to hang out on the terrace uh we'll do we'll we'll run through things one more time and then we'll we'll let you we'll let you grieve thank you we're gonna keep we're gonna keep bill in the room just so that we just so you're not you know collecting your snake because you're secretly a snake assassin (laughs) right too soon too soon that's fair that was my bad okay so yeah uh the officer you talked to earlier bill is sort of chilling in the corner. Okay. He's looking at his iPad. Um, so what are you what are you doing in the room now that you're 
alone except with another man. Okay. I since I didn't know what I was actually looking for, right? Sure. Would I need to roll for a detect to see if I can see in the room what I'm looking for? No, no, just tell like if there's anything in particular you're looking for, no, otherwise just let me know and I can throw some stuff out. All right, I would be looking for uh his his phone, uh a ledger, you know, a notepad perhaps. Yeah, okay. So his phone and notepad have definitely been taken as evidence. Like you okay. see in the little bags. Sure. You go to pick up the phone and Bill's like, "I can't." That's I mean, I I look, I want to, but I can't. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say to our good friend Bill. Okay. Uh listen. B- before this goes to police uh evidence there are um some photos i would like to not be in police evidence of my personage they're not they're not of you planning a snake murder are they come on i don't no, mean no. that as a joke i'm i gotta ask no. there i that is just some sensitive um less clothing oh booby pics yeah go ahead yeah you do that yeah i don't need to take it out of the bag i could probably just thumb through it that's on the fine. outside yeah, of this yeah, bag that's all good you do what okay. you gotta do thank you okay so now i check the phone okay and uh even though i don't have access to actually touching the system let me look at my uh headset here does it have any kind of um um all right, so I, I, I'm trying to understand here. So cerebral input, experimental linked, nerve linked. Like, is that... Oh, okay, no, I don't have the optical splice. Okay, I was going to say if it would, like, s- save that data that I look at or not. No, but what you can do is you can make a roll uh, on this phone. Okay. Uh, with a difficulty of two. Or three. We'll say difficulty three. Okay. Uh, you can make a roll using your head jack uh, to try and put an adjective on the phone. Uh, put a linked adjective on the phone. Okay. That way you can kind of go through with your head jack. You can at least pull up the files on it. Okay. Discreetly. That sounds good to me. So do you want to add any of your three uh, points? No. I'm going to try okay. with just two. Okay. You need three or better. 3.1 or better. All right, I got a 3 and a 4. Yeah. So you um you're looking through it, um you discreetly kind of pull up the file. Uh so what do you uh, is that anything else you want to do in the room or are you good? Well, all right. So I can't look through the ledger cuz that's probably not hackable, but I did finish with the phone. So, uh what else would a girl want to look for in a room? that wouldn't be construed as evidence and the snake bit him so was he naked um he was in he's in a bath like a bathrobe he had clearly checked in for the night okay so his he's out of his pants yeah he's got boxers on do we still have wallets in the future we can i don't see why not wallets are really useful (laughs) where else you keep things all right does does it look like his wallet has been t- taken as evidence? So it's not on his person. Um, you can make a roll against this officer to kind of look around uh, away from him. Okay. Kind of look around and make sure that he's not attracting his attention. Okay. Give him a, an adjective like, um, again, distracted or something. Sure, yeah, distracted. So what would I be... How many rolls would I get for that? Um, you're going to roll your... Uh, Prowl. Okay, so I have one extra, so I have two. Okay. And then any of, any of your things you want to add to that, you can add to it. Nope, just just rolling with two dice. Okay. You need a two or you need two point one or better. All right, I got a five and a four. Okay, yeah, he's he's deep in his iPad. You can hear like the you can hear the soft sounds of YouTube cat videos playing. Okay. And he's just he's having the time of his life. <laughs> All right, so I, I glance around the room to kind of look and see if uh, he left his wallet in his pants. He found you find it in um, the one of the uh, drawers of the motel, like the drawers on the nightstand. Okay, that's the word I'm looking for. All right, and I'll take that. Okay, yeah, you grab that, you stash that. Anything else? While this guy's distracted, you kind of have a chance to do anything that might be that might catch his eye. Anything subtle, you can probably get away with without needing a roll. Yeah, At least I'm temporarily. Sh- 
Yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to do anything with the body. And if the snake was in the room, that means they would have known that he was here. So, uh, they probably wouldn't have been able to come in the front door. Unless the thing... Oh, okay, so no, I'm, I'm done here. Okay. It, and, uh, you know, I thank Bill for his time and uh, let him know to stop by the bar. Sure. If he wants to make do on that promise for an autograph. Sure. And now I go back down to the front desk. Okay. Uh, did you get into the room okay? I saw that them officers tried went up went up shortly after you went up. I didn't know if that was a, if they if they had a problem. No, everything is 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 perfectly uh, fine. Okay, I just, suppose. Just, just making um, sure. One one question for you: the Can I see the uh, 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 bill of service for the room? Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. She prints it out. It's paid in advance. Uh huh. One week. Uh, what are you looking for on it? I'm just looking for his check-in date. Oh yeah, it's about a week. Uh, about a week ago, he pays. He pays by the week, so it's Sunday. So he's and he's been there for some time. Yeah. So other people could have uh, seen that he has been there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, besides my key, did you issue any other keys to him? Um, we gave him two keys when he checked in figured he would have given you one since you were his wife but you know we usually give people two a standard two uh, pair of keys two keys per person and then they we print an extra if they need them service is very important to us sure sure well thank you very much oh thank you you have a lovely day now you too okay is is sid like still nearby in his car waiting for me was that the deal or did he just jet out of town uh he's waiting he's blasting heavy metal music <laughs> in his car and just thrashing like the doors are closed the doors are closed the windows are you can still kind of hear it and he's just thrashing okay all right so I'll, I'll go back to his car and you know it's gonna take me back to my place so i can go over the findings yeah okay but we're gonna i'm gonna leave the volume up for this song and then i'll turn it back down he never that's turns, he never fine. turns the volume back down <laughs> okay so you've got his wallet you've got access to the files on his phone at least while the phone is turned on mm-hmm or at least as long as the battery lasts, because they're probably not going to plug it back in. Sure. You've got his checkout receipt. What's What type of information are you looking for here? Okay, so while I'm connected to his phone, now that I'm home, can I download that to my own computer? Yes. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so you've got his files on your computer. All right. And then, you know, while all that's downloading, I'll, I'm going through his wallet to see if there's any indication of where he's been hanging out these last couple of days any receipts um there is a business card okay for a gentleman's club called trashies trashies all right trashies and the woman on the card um has it seems to like appear uh, it's from it's shot from the waist up she appears to be naked, except covering her chest is she's holding a snake. Well, isn't that something? End transmission. And yeah, that was super, super fun. I'm really liking this. I'm really excited. This uh, it's, it's fun to uh, to play around in this world. Yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. <laughs> well, Luke, I look forward to you coming back onto the show. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to 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 you know continuing Faith's adventures here in the, in the future, and uh, you know I really hope Bill gets that autograph. I'm hoping he does too. I'm rooting for that guy. I think I'm rooting for him more than even more than Faith. If I'm being 100 percent honest. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Um, uh, real quick, just want to run through your uh, Twitter. You're on. You're on the Twitter. Oh yeah. yes, I'm on the Twitters. Uh, M. Uh, as in Matthew, which is my actual first name, and then Luke Brown uh, on the Twitter and uh, you know comicsalliance.com, Alliance, arcade sushi, arcade sushi.com, and uh, you know that's uh, come at me. So good. All right, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna throw it over to me in the future so he can wrap up the show, and we'll get you scheduled for a part two. Sounds right. good. All right, take it, future me. He said you only live once. Well, I beg to differ, cause you can live forever through the feelings you deliver. Thanks, past me, and thanks again to Lou for coming onto the show. I had such a good time, and I cannot wait to dive into the next part of Faith's story. 
You can check out more from Luke at ComicsAlliance.com or ArcadeSushi.com, or follow him on Twitter at MLukeBrown. And while you're at it, you can follow this show on Twitter at PartyOfOnePod, like it on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PartyOfOnePodcast, and if you're feeling just the most generous, you can hop onto iTunes and give the show a nice review. Five-star reviews are really helpful in getting new people to find the show. Party of One is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank, and edited by Jeff Stormer. Music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Random, a.k.a. Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. Until next time, party people, thanks for listening, and remember, you and me, together, I think you and me are the person we both wish we could be. And I know that person can do pretty much anything. Never gonna die.